back to Kickoff with Boomer Asayasin and Mike Valenti. And welcome back to time everybody loves. We got to pick games and hope to not be awful at it. Booms, you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. You know, listen, we're doing this with the spread. So on the NFL today on CBS, we don't use the spread. Well, that's that's the easy way. Yeah, it is the easy way. And I keep telling Coach Cower that because he keeps winning. Right. Yeah, but yeah. he just looks at it from a coach's perspective and what's going on and all the latest information. We're doing it the the, the right way. The take, right tell way. Bill, take the training wheels off and okay. join us uh, on an adult bike, okay? <laughs> okay. Let's go <laughs> to the picks. Picks of the week. All right, boom. We start out uh, in my neck of the woods. Lions at home. Eagles, the it team in the league right now, laying four. Give me your spin. You know, I know this didn't work out well for the Lions last year when these two teams met. No. No, they did not. Uh, you know, the Eagles uh, are one of the it teams. And one of the reasons I like them is because I respect their quarterback. And you say, why would you respect Jalen Hurts? I'll tell you why. Because, you know, he's a second-round draft pick. And, you know, he, he's a grinder. He's competitive. He's not that accurate, but he's a mover. He moves all over the place. I actually do like the Eagles on the road, laying the points against the Lions. Home dogs, week one. I can't do it. I, I, I think, listen, here's the one thing with the Lions. You have a stat or something? Well, I, I do for you later because there's a game we're going to battle on. But here's my thing. Lions O-line had no chance to play together last year. They got three first-round picks that are all accomplished, all very good. Jared Goff, last seven weeks of the year, played really good football. I think DeAndre Swift is excellent. I just think the Eagles, for all the sizzle, all the sex appeal, it's going to take a little time to put it together. I'm going to take the points. I'm not telling you the Lions are going to win the game. I'm going to take the points on this one. All right. Listen, you know, we can disagree. And no, you got to ride the lightning we, in week one. That's right. And who's keeping uh, tallies on this? I mean, Rosie, you got it back there? Eddie, somebody. Somebody's got it. All uh, right, let's go game two because this is the one where this is going to be a real problem. Saints laying five and a half. They go to Atlanta. Oof. Oh, my God. I want you to start with your Mariota slander, and then I'll get to the, the Well, deal I mean, Marcus Mariota's a placeholder. That's what he is. And, you know, I don't know what Arthur Smith has got up his sleeve. I know he's got Kyle Pitts, but I do know this. The Saints, if, if they had a young Drew Brees, they'd be a Super Bowl favorite right now. That's how good their offense and their defense, or especially their offensive and defensive lines. Michael Thomas should be back. It looks like Alvin Kamara is going to be allowed to play. Um, I think there's just too much firepower. The thing that I worry about with the Saints, as I'm sure all Saints fans say the same thing, how many interceptions is Jameis going to throw? And there's the magic answer. No, here's the stat. You can do what you want with this, people. Home dogs, divisional games, week one, since 2014, 29-9-1 against the number. Well, nine teams did cover. Atlanta's got weapons. Yes. Famous Jameis is going to give me seven at some point in this game. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take the five and a half. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to take the Saints because I do think they have one of the best rosters in all of football. It's very fair. All right. Game three, Ravens at the Jets. Ravens laying seven and a half. The Joe Flacco experience is back. Yeah. You know, I'm not, we, we were talking about uh, Lamar earlier in the show. I, they, they're not a great team. Uh, unless they get up on you early and then they pound you into submission, then they get you turnovers. And the one thing I will say about the Ravens, they are healthy. Uh, their defense was decimated with injuries last year. They have one of the best secondaries. They are still going to be aggressive, even though they lost their defense coordinator, Wink Martindale. I, I like the Jets to keep it close. I'll take the Jets and the number. I'm with you because the Cardinal sin of picking games, you can't lay over a touchdown in the NFL on a row. Can't do it. Plus, I think they're better with Flacco. 
You think so? I'm dead I know. serious. You're, you're, so, you're totally against uh, Zach Wilson for some reason. I'm not sure yet. I don't know you that well, but I'll figure it out as you'll, we go you'll, along You'll here. figure it out. You'll be okay. all right. Let's go. Let's go. Bengals laying six and a half. They're at home against the Steelers. Yeah, well, you know, this is the Mitch Trubisky era. It starts. I think the, I think the Steelers defense is going to be good, and I think that these two teams know each other really, really well. And, of course, being a part of this rivalry for 10 years – I know how physical and how nasty these games get. I just think it's going to be a close game. Um, I, I think the Bengals are going to win the game, but I think the Steelers are going to keep it close, so I'm going to take the Steelers with the points. Ray-Bans, perfectly manicured beard, and 17-4-1 as a divisional underdog. So it's it's Tomlin. I don't care what happened last year. They blew him out. Steelers, points. And the, and the Bengals, low-key, are the masters of winning close games. Everybody forgets it. They play a ton of close games. I'm taking the points. I'm taking the Steelers. Remember, they were 7-6 and six last year and then won all yep. the way to the Super Bowl because Joe Burrow was a superhero. This is all you right here. Dolphins laying 3.5 against the Patriots. I, I, I want no part of this one. I know. It's a tough one. To, it's a tough one to pick. And, you know, how, how do you go against Bill Belichick against Mike McDaniel, who was starting his career, his first game against the greatest coach of all time? <laughs> it's unbelievable. And then when you see Mike McDaniel, who I think is going to be a soundbite waiting to happen, every week coming yeah, out of Miami. He's super witty. I, I think he is. And I think he's I think the players are into him. I think the players love him. Uh the one thing I will say about Tua, he may not have the strongest arm, but he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks in all of football. And this San Francisco offense, if you want to call it that, it's you know the the Packers are running it, the, the 49ers are running it, the Jets are running it, really fits Tua to a T. And I think that Tyree Kill is going to be the difference maker. So I'm going to take Miami, and I'll lay the points to Mac Jones and the Patriots. Yeah, I hate laying over a field goal here, but Pats, it's a nightmare in Miami. I mean, they're like two and a hundred down there. And the other thing you just brought it up, there's a speed differential here with these two teams. Miami is electric on paper. I don't get what the Patriots are doing in some total. I'll take the Dolphins. Well, I know one thing about the Patriots. They try to get faster on defense smaller linebackers to be able to chase guys like Tyree yeah. Kill down. Good luck. Good luck with that. And the other thing I will say about the Patriots, you know, they always have something because you know the coach is always going to be ready for it. And they and they went down the week before the game to spend yeah, the that. time in the heat because Bill thought the heat was the problem as to why they were losing all these games. All right, next game, Commanders laying two and a half to the Jags. Oh, God. Really? Come on. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. I really am. I think that was a great hire by the Jaguars, and I'm expecting huge things from Trevor Lawrence. I'm telling you, they you know, they whipped up on the Bengals last year, I think, and the mm-hmm. Colts last year, and you know, and that was in a dysfunctional situation. They are not dysfunctional anymore. I'm not a big Carson Wentz guy. I thought I was, but watching him wilt at the end of the year last year for the Colts, I do not like uh, what what's going on, and I'm really – like I don't even know who the commanders are, and Chase Young's not playing. So give me give give me the road underdog here with Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. Yeah, I'm with you. And again, surprise team in the AFC for me, Jags. I think they have an adult in the room now. They have a real staff, real accountability. We all know what happened with Urban Meyer, and I'm with you. I think Trevor Lawrence didn't just forget how to play quarterback. He was viewed as you know, transcendent a year ago. I don't think all of a sudden he's Jeff George. He's I'm very, very similar to Justin Herbert in size and athleticism and arm strength. He's outstanding. And I think he, I think with Doug Peterson leading the way, I think it's going to be good for him. Yeah, a little bit of an upgrade from Uncle Urban, huh? I would say so. All right, Niners laying six and a half at the Bears. 
Love the Niners. Uh, I don't know about Trey Lance just yet. I don't think uh, Kyle Shanahan knows about Trey Lance. It's one of the reasons why they kept Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jimmy Garoppolo was smart because, you know, what he did is he signed a contract, took less money, got a no-trade clause in there, so next year he'll be a free agent and be able to pick wherever he wants to go, and I think he thinks that by midseason, he's going to be the quarterback here. Now who's being negative? Oh, I'm not taking shots at my I'm guy just Trey. Try, I'm, just taking a, I'm trying to think about the way that Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. is looking at this in a way that Kyle Shanahan's looking at this. And that's why I think the 49ers are a legitimate Super Bowl team. Their defense is awesome. Their defensive yep. line is assaulting people. And Justin Fields, he has just entered the quarterback blunder. This is a second coach in his second year, a second GM. They didn't pick him. And I know he's athletic, and I know everybody's rooting for him. Are you going to need it? I, I just think that they have a barren roster, and he is going to be out on an island. The Bears are operating like they hate him. They did nothing for him. <laughs> We're right. hiring a defensive coach. We're not going to get any old linemen for you. Here are the keys. Go have a great time. I'll take the Niners. I can't do anything with Eberflus in the Bears organization. Okay, right, right now you can't. So. Panthers. Laying two to the Browns, the Baker Bowl. I am rooting for Baker Mayfield in a big way Me here. Me too. What, what the Browns did to him was a disgrace. And what the Browns ultimately did was a disgrace. But what they truly did to him and the way that they did it was about as embarrassing as it really, truly gets in the NFL when it comes to a quarterback. And, you know, there's something about Baker that I admire because last year he played with a left shoulder that needed shoulder surgery at the end of the season, and he played – like three quarters of the season yep. with his left shoulder in a, in a, in a, uh, in an arm sling. So to me, I want him to win. And this may be biased that I'm picking him, but I'm picking them and a healthy Christian McCaffrey to go against this Browns defense. And I just don't see Jacoby Brissett leading the Browns on the road, opening week down against the Panthers. There he goes being negative again. It's yes. Well, I, well, part of me was positive. I know. No. And you're right. Here's the other thing too. Boomer. Nobody talks about it. Panthers are loaded with weapons. They got the worst quarterback play in the league last year, but DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, CMC upgraded the O-line. We've seen what Baker can do with weapons, and he's healthy. I'm all in on it. I want him to destroy the Browns. You know I'm, who else is all in on it? OBJ is all in on it, believe it or not. Oh, says, thank God. Go get him. Go get him, Baker. Come on, man. Thank God, my yes, favorite player. I love it. All right, Colts laying seven and a half. They travel to Houston to take on Maybe the most majestic beard in the league and Lovey Smith and the Texans. What do you got? And Davis Mills, too. You know, Davis actually played really well it last year. Bad. Rookie year. Nobody, nobody, I mean, nobody is talking about him. Um, and I, I can't wait to see if, whether or not he's the real deal. You know, is he a kid that can actually lead a, 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 a rebuilding team? And by the way, that rebuild was supercharged by the idiotic Browns trade and the amount of stuff that the Browns gave, yep. uh, you know, the Houston Texans to get the Sean Watson. So, you know, I... Look, Frank Reich's my college roommate. This is his fifth quarterback in five years. He loves uh, Matt Ryan. He loves what he brings to the locker room. Um, you know, Matt is 37, and everybody's like, ah, he's old. Well, you know, what is what is Aaron Rodgers? You know, what what is Tom right. Brady? I mean, older guys can play as long as they stay upright, and I think this offensive line will protect them. I think they blow out the Texans. Uh, I really do. Breaking my heart. Maybe, maybe I, again, I could be biased, but I do think they're going to blow him out. I think that Matt Ryan will throw at least three touchdown passes in this game. All right, here's what I'll give you. Frank, he's a hell of a coach. He's 0-4-1 in openers. I gave you that stat earlier, the home dogs, the divisional stuff. I'm going to take the points. I, I think the Texans are better than people recognize. They have some talent. They're not a shipwreck. And Davis Mills, year one to two. Look, the Colts have to prove, look, for all that Frank has done, and he's good, 
they got to prove that they are the team. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take the points here in week one. Yeah, I, I don't I don't blame you for doing that, and I'm not mad at you for doing that. And and I think Frank is probably one of the coaches that many people think is probably on the hot seat. And the only reason they say that, not because he hasn't coached well, right. but because the owner can be temperamental. Wild card. Yes, that's a wild card. And that owner did not like the way that the season ended last year. Would and, you? Well, and remember, they, they brought in Carson Wentz because Frank Reich said that he would be the guy that would lead us to the playoffs. And unfortunately, at the end of the year, Carson got covid and didn't play well in his last two games against the Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I do believe that that 0-4-1 with Frank on opening day is in the back of his brain. And that's why I think they're going to want to get off to a great start. And I think he's going to want to get Matt Ryan off to a great start with putting him in the right position to throw a number of touchdowns. Let's go Chargers, Raiders. Chargers laying three and a half. I'm taking the Chargers. It's a home game, and I know it's a division game, and you give me all these stats and everything else. But it's Justin Herbert, it's Khalil Mack. And remember, it's the first year of Josh McDaniels, the exactly. first game with Derek Carr. So they got to get to know each other. We'll know more about them about week six. Agree. It's a rookie coach. I don't care what anybody says about what he did in Denver a decade ago. He's starting all over. I'm with you on the Chargers. This is my favorite game of the week as far as difficulty to pick. Packers, lay into travel to Minnesota. What do you got for me? You know, interesting about Minnesota, they did not hit at all in training camp. I mean, there's been write-ups all over the place about Kevin O'Connell, their new coach, and the way that he went about you know, making sure the players weren't injured and they got enough sleep and they were eating correctly. And I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. This is newfangled football. I I, I don't buy it. I, you know, it's the opposite of Dan Campbell out there in Detroit with A you whole guys. different ballgame. But it is Aaron Rodgers. And, again, remember we were talking about these, these quarterbacks that bring out the best in everybody. You know, I, I think that they will have – a really good defense, a top five defense, and I think Aaron Rodgers will average at least 27 to 31 points a game. I'll take the Green Bay Packers on the road. I'm taking the Vikings. Line smells funny, and I still got to see who he's who he's throwing to with Devontae Adams gone. Let's go Titans laying six and a half to the Giants. Come on, the G-Man. Give me some week one magic. Give me uh, something. I can't give you any week one magic. I just don't know who their defense is. Uh, you know, they spend the least amount of money on their defensive um, roster in terms of their cap percentages. And I think Derrick Henry is going to run all over them. And, you know, you're talking about a team that's flying under the radar. It's the Tennessee Titans. They were the number one seed in the AFC last year. Uh, their defense is going to be a lot better this year than it was last year. So I think I think, the, I think the Titans blow them out. I'm taking the points. I think I hated Tennessee's offseason. I hated it. Uh, Landry also uh, blew out, so he's gone for the year. Week one, you give me the points. Giants will find a way to lose, but I'll take the points. I, 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 I just, I have to, one time, give me one free roll. All right, Chiefs, now it's out to six. Chiefs laying six to the cards. Yeah, it's a lot of points. I'll, I'm, you know, on my, on my own show on WFAN, I took the Chiefs when it was at five and a half. Now it's up to six. And now, oh, I'm, you're gonna, you're gonna. Uh, now I'm worried. I think I. He's shaking know, I, both hands over I, here. I, I, I'm trying to figure out whether or not that's that half a point makes that big of a difference. I do think that this will be the highest scoring game of the week. I think both quarterbacks are going to go off here. I'm going to stay with Patrick Mahomes. I'll lay the six, and uh, I'll believe in Andy Reid. He has a great opening day record. And Patrick Mahomes in September is virtually unstoppable. I'm with you. I, I, the Cardinals just feel like a ticking time bomb. I, I, there's something unsettling there for me. I'm going to take Chiefs. Is Kyler Murray the guy that goes next year and says, I want to get out of here? Feels that way, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. All right, last one. Broncos laying six and a half on Monday night against Seattle. 
Uh, Geno Smith against the Bronco defense. I'll take the Broncos and lay the points. This is the one time you will see me not even look at the home dog. <laughs> Broncos. All right. We got Bucks Cowboys next. We got thoughts. And we've got a QB survey for our quarterback with Boomer. This is kickoff with Boomer and Valenny.